Welcome yep. to episode 40 of the In General Podcast, uh, brought to you by Jurassic Outpost. My name is Jack, and I'm joined with Chris and Ryan. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hello. It has been a while. Uh, weirdly, it's been so long since we've recorded, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that I personally uh, have missed the past two, three, two? Have you? Oh, have you? you too? Me as well. Yeah. Who have I yeah. been on with? Who have I been yeah, speaking to? Jack's been talking to himself and Alex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hang on, you're confusing me now. Let me check. Episode 39, Assis and Nate. That's right, yeah. So, And then episode 38. Oh, no, you were on the last one. You were on episode 38. Oh, I thought you guys got two, uh, two in while I was gone. No? No, just one. Jack, you should do one where you're just talking with yourself. <laughs> just doing different voices. Like, <laughs> Hey, I'm Jack, and I'm joined with Jack and Jack. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh hey guys hey guys it's like john hammond like well hello there hello, john. <laughs> hi hello, john. Jack. Hello, john hello jack hello jack <laughs> okay in um so let's we have a lot to talk about which is the first uh time in a, it's been a while since we've yeah. had a lot to talk about um some real news like an actual what? lot to talk about real like that news has some actually has some decent meaning to it i'm and i'm really excited the past few days of have really really excited me what's i mean before we discuss anything what's the most what's the top news for you what which bit was the best and we'll talk Ooh, about that first. mattel okay let's talk about mattel let's talk about I, hasbro losing the license once and for all who's happy like the, oh my god like, just i mean the working title's cool we'll get to that in a sec yeah but i did not expect i did not see the mattel thing coming no. and i did not expect all of it to happen so fast in the way that it did so fast as soon as soon as i heard that hasbro i mean i didn't see that coming as soon as i heard that hasbro lost the license i knew it would be mattel there was literally no one else that could have really right. taken the gig um so i i even like made a joke and it was before i even saw that after they lost the license hasbro stock plummeted but i made a joke i'm like man i should buy <laughs> i should buy i'm like i should buy some stock in mattel because i bet you they're gonna see a spike and then like i hear about hasbro stock plummeting and the next day mattel's you know announces it i was like damn it i missed my window <laughs> yeah um so let's start with uh that was the 18th of july what was that what day was that 18th of July was... Mo- Monday. 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 Okay. Mon- Monday morning, I hopped on Twitter for a second. Classic and I Chris. saw Brad Jost of the Dress Apart podcast had just literally at that very moment uh, tweeted out a link. Um, it was weird because I had already d- done a little news search and like they reported that Hasbro's earnings were down, and they said it was partly because the you know, Jurassic World didn't have a movie, and they had a lot of sales from Jurassic World last year, and they're down about fifty percent this year, which yeah. is insane that they didn't plummet even more than fifty percent, considering they considered what they were at last year very, very strong and surprising. Fifty yeah. percent of those sales this year's is still pretty average, yeah. um, considering there's no movie and like no toys on the shelves. Yeah. But anyways, that aside. He, um, I, I couldn't find any news articles reporting that Hasbro lost the license, so that took me by surprise. I saw him post that article, and I'm like, that can't be right. But, um... So it's you like, gunned for it, Matt. I don't know what time you posted it, but I... Yeah, pretty much this entire weekend, the week, uh, I've been either waking up to you being like, dude, news. <laughs> it yeah. was like a straight of news. And yeah. um, and you got it all, man. Seriously, good work. Because this is crazy. Right because, yeah. you know, pa- past few times that news has dropped, I've been out or, like, been busy. And, like, these past few times, it's, like, happened in the morning or happened in the evening, which is, like, 
perfect for me. So let's read um, the quote. So it says, um, so it was the CNBC, they covered the latest investors call, right? Which yeah. They basically announced that, um, so well, there's a quote so here, we have had many a year relationship with Universal. We will no longer handle Jurassic Park. They didn't specify world, but obviously we know now the license. Yeah. Jurassic Park does cover world. Uh, because they are unable to arrive at a mutually beneficial financial agreement on that brand. Um, which is fucking great. I'm so yep. pleased. They well, do not deserve that license. They ruined the Jurassic World toy line. I know people have I, different opinions. My opinion is it's absolutely Oh, yeah. Filth. I mean, no, the Jurassic World toys were really bad. Trust me. You're not going to... I don't think you're going to have anybody that argues against that. Uh, it, they were, I mean... You argued against it at first, though. No, I mean, well, with this news, you well, were, you were gutted, we saw, and I couldn't understand it. It was before we saw. For one thing, I argued against them when we had pictures. I liked them uh, when before we saw they're riddled with screw holes and held them in our hands. They looked better than Jurassic Park three toys because they didn't have these ridiculous poses, and it seemed like more was supposed to come, like in terms of humans and vehicles. So, like with that in mind, it felt like a real Jurassic Park line was inbound. But it was as the realization more, that there was no yeah. humans. You, I remember through our podcast, it, I, I kept asking you, I was like, so when are the figures going to come out? You know, the uh, Toys yeah. R Us uh, uh, codes and stuff. It's and like, you were like, man, there was one time you were like, man, I, I, I really don't think there's going to be humans. And I flipped. I was like, what? <laughs> how can you not? Like, how can you not? It's got Chris Pratt in it. Which kid doesn't want a Chris Pratt action figure? Yeah. Idiots. Feel- they are idiots and they deserve, they don't deserve the license. I'm so you know- glad they gave it up. I well, I really don't think still- that they like knew, I, I, and and we've discussed this before. I don't think even Universal knew how big Jurassic World was going to be. So when yeah. they were developing the line and designing the line, um, you know, they, they had I'm sure at least a couple of waves planned out for after the release and before the release. Mm. And well, I can actually by the time I, the movie I, came out and it was you know and it did as well as it did, and Universal is probably going okay. We want to see the sales that correlate and reflect that and they didn't because the line I think the line was developed for a movie that was not supposed to do as no, well as nobody had faith in this line I, I'm not going to exactly attribute these quotes I mean n- not this line this movie I'm not going to exactly attribute these quotes to individuals but I can tell you that I've spoken to a lot of people that worked on the movie or worked on licensed products for the movie and they basically all said the same thing everyone assumed the movie was going to suck and nobody was very confident that it was even going to succeed and How it was dare. only it was Jurassic only after would tell they you got they were right. a preview <laughs> it was only <laughs> it was only after they got a preview of the movie that people's tones had changed but that was shortly before the movie it was going to come out yeah, nobody really. You know, there's this kind of this negative back on the Raptors, and yeah, there's this know. negative connotation around the film for a long time, and because of that, I think that that hurt things. Now, that doesn't really give an excuse for Raptors without sickle claws, among other things. That's just ridiculous. That's a joke. But, uh, they must have been playing a joke on us. I, yeah. I think Hasbro were just playing jokes throughout the entire Jurassic World no. toy uh, release because well, it's all a they joke. Suck at jokes. Yeah. Never- oh yeah, I didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> No one laughed. We just it got just really disappointed. Not yeah. funny. Especially, you know, what sucks is the prototypes for those had their sickle claws. And I guarantee you, I know exactly what it was. It was they weren't standing on their own, so they handed it to a designer and said, help these toys stand. They're not standing. And he goes, huh, 
We'll remove well, the at, iconic look at, the, look at these little screwed up toes. What the hell's up with that? Well, <laughs> I know why your toy isn't selling. You've got warped toes on the middle toes here. Like, let me fix that for you. And then nobody ever paid attention to it because it probably didn't go to an art guy. It probably literally just went to a design guy who then tweaked it and then that and was it. And that is you know, nobody pinpoints why it. they don't deserve the license because well, they didn't put the care in. Yeah, but remember, Universal approved. They they went over everything by hand. Yeah, I'm not praising it. Universal and either. Again, I can attribute this to I can't attribute this to somebody specific, but I can say that Universal branding department had it pointed out to them by somebody after they had approved it, and the person was like, you know, from what I understand, it happened, and basically they kind of like, well, fuck, how do we fix this? And it's like it's too late; it's in production. How's it like? No, don't worry. Stage. I would love to see the stage that Universal sees where they approve it. Like, is it, do they actually have the toy made with the scroll holes, um, the scroll yeah. holes on one side that they show to and if say, it, what do yeah, you think? It's, yeah, if it's anything like other collectible companies, uh, Universal requires 10 prototypes um, to sign off on. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah, I was thinking maybe they were just looking at or design. Or is it five? Is it five? Um, Whatever, there, there's a, it's like five or ten prototypes. They actually require them on each stage to uh, like physically in hand. Sometimes they'll send them back, so they keep them, but they do require individual units. Um, I guess maybe for consistency's sake to show that the product can be consistent, as well as going to different key people at different locations. Will they all not have sickle claws? Yes. <laughs> it's like so. Yeah. What do we? What do we think? Meta- I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah. so, so let's so, so Chris's do? article. So it was Brad Jost who found it, right? Yeah. Who found the news. And, and so then, credit to him. Yeah. Because when he got it, he didn't even believe it. Like, you saw his article. He was like, yeah. uh, you know, is Jurassic World losing, I mean, is Hasbro losing the Jurassic World license? And it was a question. Because even though it was reported by the Wall Street Journal, it just seemed too absurd. Like, it seemed like people that didn't cover toys got confused by some other bit of news but then i started it's, digging it's weird because we always talked about it and we always i mean i always hoped that they'd lose it or they'd give it up or something and it was always the the, the common uh thought that was like they never will they well, never yeah. will give the license it's like up. you said jack I, I mean they had it for two decades i mean that's a that's a relationship that's a business partnership that like does not dissolve easily. So no, I mean literally every Jurassic Park toy that I consider a Jurassic Park toy has been made by Hasbro. I mean, if you count Kenner as well, I don't. Yeah. I don't see. I don't count Kenner as Hasbro. Well, I do because, because they, they were, were their, they were their own company. They were their own company, but they were still owned by Hasbro. No, they weren't owned by Hasbro yeah, at the were. start, though. Yeah, they, they were. got bought out, right? Nope, they were already owned by Hasbro back then. Okay, well, they were Hasbro. But they were Rebel still Tower, their own company. Rebel. I don't think Hasbro. Yeah, you know, and Hasbro obviously did. we've gone through various teams at the moment. You can see the picture used in the article was one of the best uh, yeah. toys that, that they've ever made. But two you three can't, years ago, that's not a good example no, no, of wait. what Hasbro are like now, because that shows effort and everything no, sorry, about that. Everything about that Bull T Rex is amazing, and the packaging is the best packaging in the franchise. Yeah. Totally but agree. But that doesn't represent Hasbro these days. Look at the Jurassic World toys. Everything about them is But crap. I think the problem is is the Ooh. Jurassic World toys were a holdout, and I don't know if they're the best representation of Hasbro these days. If Jurassic Park toys didn't exist, and you compared Mattel and Hasbro and their offerings, oh, yeah. every one of you would say, oh, I want that's Hasbro right. to have the license. Well, look that's at the Star what Wars worries me. Yeah, well, that's what worries me going forward. 
is Hasbro generally is a better company. In fact, when it comes to collectors, a lot of people, or I know a lot of people in the industry right now are saying, oh boy, Mattel better really step up their game because they've really been kind of shitting the bed with some of their recent collector's lines. And also, apparently their customer service isn't the best. Yeah, I've heard the negative stuff about their customer service. However, I've seen some of their stuff and it can be pretty decent as well. I think people praise the DC stuff way too much. They look like they're straight out of the 90s and I don't mean that as a compliment. I do not mean that as a compliment. Um, I no, Ghostbusters. Really... So basically, Ghostbusters. it was the following day Mattel got announced, and it, we'd been talking about it. And actually, we can say um, now, Chris. I don't know if you saw the post, but um, Baptiste, who does all the customs, uh, he you know he, he's got his own Tumblr and Facebook pages. He did the custom vehicles throughout the franchise, the diecast ones. Um, he is currently. Um, interning interning at Mattel in France and he's asked us to, I mean it's it's always it would be amazing to have a fan involved with the actual production of a of a Jurassic Park toy line and he's obviously trying his best now cuz he's in the business to, to yeah. get involved with the Jurassic line so it would, know, be, it would be fantastic to have someone who understands the toy understands the to- yeah. collecting community and and understands toys as well because a lot of times collectors put on ridiculous demands and they don't realize that these toys have to be mass, mass produced no, but and he so, knows everything he yeah. he you know we talk to him a lot and everything he knows the business as well obviously the the side that has to sell and you yeah. have to appeal to the kids but he does understand the market of of collectors and what people want and I think that's They're not great. mutually if he can exclusive. involved if he if he can get involved that would be insane. Um ninety nine percent of Jurassic Park's runtime as toys, collectors and like mass market overlapped entirely. Yeah. It was only when the Jurassic World toys came came out that, that whole concept just collapsed upon itself. Yeah, no it one just, wants to collect the Jurassic World toys. No, it just Let's talk so, about what they're going to do, because, I, I mean... Okay, well, now, just so you know, press the, releases... The, the shift with Mattel right now, and now that we know what the success of Jurassic World is going to be, I mean, we've already seen hints of how... And I was talking with Justin, uh, Jurassic Raptor, about this yesterday. Um, I really do believe Universal is starting to listen more externally. Yes. And I think we're starting to see that little subtle hints here and there. Um, and, and we can talk about this in a minute. But even the, the, the Twitter separation... Um, kind of shows you exactly, well, not exactly, but it kind of shows you what they're doing, at least what they're prepping for in terms of marketing. So when it comes to the toy line, I think maybe uh, the message that, you know, if I were universal to Mattel would be like, hey, boys and girls, uh, Hasbro, uh, you know, they were all right. We loved them for 20 years, but guess what? Didn't work out. So what are you going to do for us now that we have the fourth highest grossing movie in the world? Yeah. Uh, to develop this this toy line that's going to do better than what basically Hasbro did, and yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they have a pitch. I don't know if it's just, if it's just business talk. I don't know if they come up with preliminary stuff. I doubt it. But I would expect a far, far at least more extensive. I'm not saying quality wise, it's going to maybe be any better. That's yet to uh, yet to be seen. But I think we're going to get a lot more toys. I think we're going to get a lot more dinosaurs. I think we're going to get vehicles. Humans. I think. Humans, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, think even Hasbro started pivoting towards humans again. Um, yeah, oh, right they do a lot of humans. <laughs> they did one. I wouldn't call. No, but I mean, Raptor Squad. Humans. Raptor Squad is loaded with them. I, I don't know if we'll make it. But, is it though? Yeah. yeah. It, yes, it is. 
That was the proof. But I don't know if... No, I can't, I can't <laughs> offer that, but I'm telling you flat out. Raptor what squats, kind of humans, though? Like, just humans random three, mercenaries? Three-quarter inch humans? I don't know. I don't Boring. care if they're Oh, come for, on. Jurassic Park has been loaded with random mercenaries. With no, random... no, no, I'm just out of Hasbro. Just not, not excited about it's... anything they make. Just the Jurassic World line sucked, man. Everything about it I sucked. I don't get how you have one bad line, though, and give up, like, 20, 20 years of good lines. And just be like, yep, okay, fuck it, I'm done. Because this you know? was supposed to be the big one. This was supposed to be the good one. I know there wasn't there wasn't hope that Jurassic World would be... People didn't expect it to do so well, but they put so much effort into previous 2009 toy lines. Do you remember? That was yeah. amazing. Oh, absolutely. And then all of a sudden Jurassic World comes along, they've got more money to make this toy line, and they come up with crap. Yep. It doesn't make sense. And even the packaging sucked. It was well, well, so bland. That's crap. Get him, Jack. That's so not let's, Hasbro. That's Universal. I don't Universal care who it is. Hired. It's crap. Hasbro still approved it. Hasbro still went with that. No, it's Hasbro, Hasbro selling it. You can't. Hasbro yeah. made the toys and they made and you know they packaged it up and they sent it out. That's still. That's still. All I'm not going to blame somebody else for pilot. Hasbro's crappy packaging. That's 100 on Pilot Studio. I mean, look, Jada Toys have the exact same packaging. Matchbox has the exact same packaging. Everyone Hasbro could have said. Hasbro could have done something. No, I trust me. It doesn't like Universal. They, hi- they say, we're going to come out, we're going to do our research for our branding, and you're going to use our branding. You're going to follow our style guide. Ugh. That's well, universal. Let's talk about Mattel. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I know that some of their stuff is it just looks cheap, but their Ghostbusters line, and even the packaging for that Ghostbusters line, it does look really good. It does, yeah. I, I'm, um, I'm, I have high hopes, you know, because I'm pretty sure they didn't put... 100% effort into the Ghostbusters line considering I think the they movie put a itself. decent effort into Yeah, it no, but and... that's what I mean. And now imagine the effort that they will put into Jurassic World because yeah, of because the money that they can make or seller or yeah. even Jurassic Park. They mentioned CEO oh. mentioned classic uh he well he alluded to the idea of stretching far back to Jurassic Park the, yeah. you know, the, enti- the entire franchise so we could no. see possible toys oh my god uh, that's what people want say that in 2013 at the end of 2013 when Hasbro put out their press release for making Jurassic World toys their press release said the exact same things and more so I just want you to realize press releases are a whole lot of hopefulness and don't exactly mean that the ideas will be executed on don't Especially let me because down Mattel yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mattel is it's not that Mattel can't do a good job with the license, but generally speaking, I think their toys aren't quite as good as Hasbro's across the board. Um Yeah. No, no, it, no, you're not wrong there, Chris. There are some trashy just figures. Cuz they're talking some good stuff in a press release doesn't mean the execution is going to be there. However, I do know that Universal was really trying to make better toys this time around with Hasbro. So I doubt they're going to throw out that philosophy just because they have a new partner. In fact, the new partner Mattel is probably wanting to give 110% because exactly. they finally have a huge property like this. And they're able to prioritize it. This it's is, Chris, this is what I was saying to you when you were saying, yeah, any other company, there won't be vehicles and blah, blah, blah. I was saying, no, any other company is probably looking at this license for a long time thinking, what the hell is Hasbro doing? You know, especially after the success of Jurassic World, I bet you Mattel were like, Jesus Christ, we need that license. My we worry. That license. My worry is, yeah, they'll do vehicles, they'll do humans, and they'll do dinosaurs, but they won't feel anything like the old Jurassic Park toys, and you'll have them sitting next to each other, and it'll be like, 
these are clearly a different type of toy made by a different company. Yeah, but Jurassic Park 3 onwards doesn't fit with Jurassic Park or Lost I don't know. World, so why the hell does that even matter? I don't care about the scale. They don't. It's not even just the scale. They don't look the same at all. I, so I, I don't think you can use that as an example. The vehicles... Well, some of the dinosaurs fit in. I, I would argue that some of the growlers from the Jurassic World toys fit in with the old to- school toys more than the Jurassic Park 3 toys. The problem is, is they're riddled with quality assurance issues. Um, like and also screw holes. So like if you got a Growler Blue and put it next to an old Kenner toy, or a uh, Lost World, or even a uh, a Dino Showdown toy, mm. it's like oh the quality isn't as good, but it it fits with those. It just yeah. the JP three ones. Yeah, they're not going to be fun. drastically different, man. I think I think what excites hope, me is that I'm I looking hope they're at not like DC line, or I hope that they don't just feature on like six inch super articulated like Black Series style. Like I want a actual affordable mass-produced line you yeah know? i mean i think yeah. I'm, I'm i think ghost the ghostbusters line is a good is a good example of what the we new may one or get. the classic one uh well the, they came out at the same time right they re-released them. oh did they oh i didn't know that I, i'm looking at the the <clears> new <throat> stuff all the you know the new characters yeah the, they look great they look good figures they're great figures and the packaging well, itself is just cool it, yeah. it, it just works it, it's you guys nice. seen the egon character or the uh from the classic line the um, detail yeah i really yeah, i'm looking at the, the classic line here that. Um, I, serious detail. Now remember, they are six inches. They're twenty bucks a piece. Sounds okay by me. Yeah, that's, I'm in. If, if it's if it's good, toy. Chris, I'm I'm happy to pay for it. The thing is, Hasbro no. charge silly prices for crappy toys. So you know, I mean, they charged about uh, if you got a Bash and Bite, it was about eight dollars at Walmart. Yeah, not worth it. At Walmart, I, I mean, honest. when it comes right. to the piece, the amount of item there, it's that's pretty well priced. Whoa. When you got to figure like humans. They should be about eight nine bucks if they want to sell them mass produced. So what? Uh, all I'm saying is I don't know what Mattel can. I haven't seen what Mattel will do when they're targeting the ten dollar range. I've seen what they'll do when they're targeting collectors at a twenty dollar range. Yeah, but you, looks, there's no there's great. no evidence that they're gonna they're gonna have ten dollar figures. They may just go with twenty dollar figures. Universal is... won't want that. That that mm. remember this lines. I mean, when it comes to downlines, when it's not a movie. Yeah, they could probably just go with that. But when it comes to movie lines, no, they want mass appeal. And especially, you can't have vehicles at a six-inch scale. A vehicle would be the size of a shelf and be like $80, $90. That would be I don't epic. want that. I don't want that. I want vehicles that are three-and-a-quarter-inch scaled for the uh, three-and-a-quarter-inch figures and that are affordable. So I'm looking at this press release, Ryan, and it says, is this is this what you were hinting at when he, said, you, he hints at uh, previous uh, movies? Uh, the chairman... And CEO said, spanning three decades of sustained worldwide popularity, few entertainment properties have so successfully captured the collective imagination of millions of fans around the world, and we are delighted to be a part of this truly evergreen franchise. Mm-hmm. Is it the spanning three decades? Is that- oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. they see. I think they see a, um, a cash cow. Just I mean, yeah. why a cash cow? Not- but with effort, I really yeah, do think they're going to put the effort in. The first three movies, they're classic lines and. I mean, they Classic did. I mean, Jurassic. I bet. Oh. I bet you that. I mean, I would love to see it because I, I mean, I remember I saw something with the Ghostbusters line and the toys not being uh, very hot sellers. However, no. I bet. I bet the classic line sold more. I would bet money on. No doubt. Yeah, I think based on the Ghostbusters Reddit, nobody bought the uh, new figures, but a lot of people were mm-hmm. getting the classics. And yeah. honestly, the classics. Yeah, it's funny to say, you know, human figures don't really look like their movie counterparts, but the the Mattel have done well. Yeah, they, they they look good. 
as far as I know, this is the first time they've ever done a collector's line like that, and they do look good. Um, oh, if they do a collector's like, if they do twenty dollar Jurassic Park, you know, they do one line, they do one one line of figures uh, with with some dinosaurs as well, and maybe a couple of the vehicles. I think every fan would buy oh, them. The class like, yeah. could you imagine a John Hammond action figure and then a Nedry figure yes. that's actually fat, like a bit a real <laughs> Nedry yes. figure that comes ah. Oh. Oh man! <laughs> Just come on, that, Mattel. And it absolutely can be done. Um, you know, and it would probably be different than their uh, typical line. I, I think it's to, to most people. I don't think you, none of us, ever would expect that this could happen. But imagine seeing Jurassic Park toys on the shelf again. I yeah. just—it blows my mind to think that. I don't know why. I guess we're just crazy fans, but well, that um, really does excite me. Kind of. Uh, I mean, this is somewhat related but when i was at toys r us last year late last year when i was a kid i was a huge uh the the same year that jurassic park came out power rangers came out and i immediately adopted power rangers um Mm. and toys r us had i don't know if it was an exclusive line but uh like the 20 year um movie edition um uh line and dude like the figures look amazing and the, the packaging is amazing and I immediately snagged one. I haven't bought a Power Rangers toy since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and I swear, like, if they was did something Mattel? like that... Uh, I'm looking at the box. No. Bandai. Or, no, no, wait, sorry. Bandai's company. Um, who who did it? Who was it? Uh, well, no worries. But well, anyway. Um, they, yeah. That's... But, I mean, but if we had, I mean, if you even had classic packaging, like, I mean, like, one figure, oh, Malcolm, like, almost like, I mean... <sighs> I doubt they do it, but I mean, but you never know. I it's it's an open field now with with Mattel, but like well, the Black Series with Star Wars, like I will not take a figure out of the box, and I will do that if you give me a, a Nedry or a Hammond or a Malcolm. And or, I will buy but, more than one of each. That's what like, they're yeah. doing with Ghostbusters. So I mean, there's no really re- real reason why they wouldn't do that with Jurassic Park. Are they in, are they really, all in individual packaging, or do they come in like the just the standard package? Individual packaging, sort of like Black Series. Uh, they're okay. hyper articulated figures. You know, they don't come with like really any accessories except for you think you can build the main bad guy Rowan if you uh, get all of them together. Cause they each yeah, have there seem to be a couple of different versions of the ones from the modern film, um, and they all come with different things. But they, yeah, they look like very articulated characters. They all have a weapon. Well, yeah, the proton proton pack. Um, and as far as I know, they're, they're the, detailed. They they're the good. exact scale. They're the exact scale yeah. of Star Wars Black Series. They're style. Yeah, and what scale is that? Six inch. Six inch. You know, so they're pretty big. Um, so you, what you're saying, Chris, is is a six inch classic Jurassic, maybe a Lost World, maybe a JP three would make sense, and then a smaller figures that for Jurassic yeah. World two, which would the also include is, vehicles and dinosaurs. Wouldn't really get dinosaurs in the six inch scale. I mean, a six-inch scale Velociraptor would be huge. I, I'm trying to figure out exactly how big it would be. It would probably be like eight inches tall and God knows how long. I mean, it would be like two feet long just for a Velociraptor. So six-inch scale mm-hmm. would not translate well for a line with dinosaurs and vehicles. Um, but it would for human collector figures. So, I mean, I would absolutely love to buy an Alan Grant and a... Uh, you know, John Hammond and an Ian Malcolm and an Ellie Sattler. Dude, an Ian Malcolm character that actually looked like Malcolm from the movie. Mm-hmm. So, oh god. But yeah, and this is just this is what I'm talking about. Though is they're definitely going to go for a smaller scale figure line. 
because the dinosaurs <coughs> be, you have to. And that's where I'm saying I don't really see anything on the market from them that I can really judge by. So I'm very curious going forward. Like at the very least, Hasbro, you can look at Star Wars, you can look at some of the other things. You're like, okay, they can do good with this. And Mattel, I'm looking at them and I'm going, this is this is uncharted territory. Well, for, I'm looking at Ghostbusters as, as, a, as a good example. Uh, example. I, I think it's going to be close to that. Yeah, I guess if you you know, drop that's the their latest back. line. Like that's hey, the latest thing they've done. They don't put fucking screw holes on one side. Oh my god! The- yeah, there's no way they're going to do that. They're I don't know how Hasbro. It's in balance above Hasbro. I mean, I I understand cost and and the figure's not maybe possibly looking that that great, but I mean, the screw holes, man, that was just what made me go, okay, Hasbro, I'm done with you. Yeah. That is, that, it, was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I, I ugh, Don't get me started with the screw holes. But I'm really curious to see with Jurassic World 2 um, how expanded the line is going to be, and not only that, I mean, we're, we're already in the beginning stages, especially with that uh, working title, which could mean something it could mean nothing but uh it's it it makes you wonder what the line is going to look like especially if we're seeing an open world that that has a plethora of uh futuristic vehicles and i mean i'm just using the future word for an example not that we're going to be in the future but i bet we're going to see some high-tech stuff that mattel could capitalize on and that's going to be really you know, I'm really wondering if, like, because I know Hasbro has been doing some R&D for toys and designing some toys, and I'm wondering if, like, Mattel is just going to buy what they're working on just so they can have it as, like, for, like, the Raptor Squad or anything that they're working on for Jurassic World 2. I wonder if Mattel's just going to say, yeah, what's your price on that? And that way, if they want to use it, they can use it. Um, that's not going to work with their past stuff. But I'm wondering if uh, Mattel might adopt some of the work that they've done. Um, because you think Hasbro would give that up? Do you think Hasbro? I don't like, know. Uh, I really can't imagine because their methods might be proprietary. But maybe they would give up the art rather than the method. I, I don't know. I'm very curious to see, like going forward, how they're going to transition this line. Because Hasbro even said in their press release that they will continue to, to deliver toys in 2016 and 2017. Um, yeah, I mean, but we've already discovered that the new lines that they've been doing, the dino hybrids and stuff, aren't even they're not even making the effort to bring that outside of the US, so... That's not true. I'm having plenty... I don't know why you can't find any, but, like, following JP Toys, people seem to be finding them everywhere. Um, I think you just have very bad luck. <laughs> um, you know what, though? To be fair, the distribution in the US is pretty bad as well. Uh, Target just started getting them in before it was just Toys R Us. Um, Walmart doesn't carry them. As far as I can tell, uh, it's just it's, I think they'll just fade away, Hasbro. I don't think they'll put much effort into releasing the rest of the yeah, line. It's uh, bummer just... because Raptor Squad sounded really, really cool, um, and I do know again that they work to make it pretty different. Going... It wouldn't have been cool. I, I no way. I... Look at them. Look at Hasbro. Look at them. Their Star Wars toys are fantastic. Their past Jurassic Yeah, but Park that's because they care Park. about Star Wars. Come on, no one cares about Jurassic Park. Talking Who cares about... about Jurassic Park? It's... Not, that. not me. Not Fuck me. Jurassic Park. So, I, but I'm I, excited about Mattel, and I, I think, yeah, it all happens so quickly, weird. and it, it shows that Universal. Um, I think it shows that Universal really are trying. Uh, really are. They really. They they probably saw the toy line, and like you said earlier, it didn't correlate with the the amount of money that the movie made, and it's just let's reimagine. Let's let's change things. The let's... quality did it. The sales did. The sales were fantastic. 
The sales were everything they could be and more. But the quality of the toys and then the collector response and the fan response wasn't great. And and that's where the problem lay. Um, so I'm excited to hear what Mattel do. And hopefully Baptiste can get involved. Um, yeah, that would be really cool. Because, yeah, but this is exciting. I mean, it's exciting it's, everyone. But let's... let's... It's going to be really weird, though, transitioning from 2017 Hasbro toys all of a sudden to 28. Like, it's going to be weird how their shelves... Like, you know, the shelves are suddenly going to be like... The Jurassic World section is just going to suddenly have a different name brand in it or like will they suddenly move it after 2017 i don't know why you're worried about that though kids no, don't I know. worry about I'm, that I'm, shit I'm, why are you worried like i think it's weird. a good thing i'm saying it's weird because i don't know how they're going to handle this transition because it's weird because hasbro in a lot of ways is setting up mattel they're setting the tone for mattel when mattel comes in with their 2018 line whatever hasbro has on the shelves until then sets the tone for them yeah so it, we can like, only hope that during 2017 uh, i've never seen that before I've never seen like somebody do a movie and then do the in between movie lines, but then the next co- another company has the next movie, and like there like normally there's some downtime, and what I'm saying is there's like literally no downtime between this transition. It's it's bizarre. Uh, it looks like Hasbro is going to stop uh, producing new toys in July of 2017. They'll probably continue to ship some until like right before 2018, probably like till November. And then, and then can some, you imagine Mattel coming out yeah, with classic oh, Jurassic? There'll be a lull of quiet. I like it. Like February or March, and then Mattel's going to come out with whatever they've got for Jurassic World 2, probably. And it's just, it's bizarre. It's like, that's unheard of. It's really, it's, it's kind Chris of is freaking out right now. You are wigging out over this. I love it. It's, you're, it's, Chris is that, Chris is, I mean, because you're, you're more of a toy collector than I am, but like, like I'm, I'm really excited. I'm just, and I think, I think I'm just looking forward how it's going to be chris is going to be like as soon as the i mean oh my god you think chris covers toys well when they start coming out he is you're going to be on this like a hawk this is like a started terror i don't even know how to be on it like a hawk i don't know how to cover mattel i like i'm like oh man i don't even even know how to look into like mattel's like i don't know how to follow trends on mattel i've got like years and years of experience of finding out things i shouldn't know about hasbro mattel man i don't even know what to do I, it's I a know, new I, game. It's yeah, a new, it's, but it is. It's going to be amazing, man. Let's let's talk about ancient futures. Ancient futures. Very uh, cool. I actually really like the title. I mean, it's not the title of the film, but I actually really do like that title. It, it flows pretty well. It's better than Ebb Tide. Yeah, you know, interesting. I, Ebb Tide LLC. I think I found out that it was founded in like 2006 or 2007. Um, so they were using Ebb Tide for the Jurassic Park 4 title for a long time. Yeah. I, but I Ancient Futures, so you discovered it, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody, I just reading on the Instagram, I, I made an image and somebody commented, um, the Ancient Future Jurassic World would be a cool title. And do you know what? When, I agree. When I first heard Ancient Futures, I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then I, the more you think about it, you're like, actually, that's damn cool. That's a really sweet ass title. And obviously it's not, uh, the movie title is just a working title. It's the production title, behind the scenes kind of thing. But it kind of would work as a as the movie title. Should we read into it though? Should we no. read into it? No, probably not. No, because Ebb Tide didn't really mean anything. I mean, that's... it hint- it hinted at you know water and mosasaur, I... but it didn't. And that just right. might that's be... stretching it. That that literally might just be us, like you know. Uh, drawing connections where they really didn't exist. Because again, yeah. you know, Ebb Tide na- existed as a name long before 
this form of Jurassic World even existed. So it, it just, I think they came up with it. Um, what is interesting, though, is Ancient Futures does really tie into what Colin Trevorrow has said about the sequel to Jurassic World. Yeah, um, right. Which is, you know, dinosaurs living in our world, and right there, it's an ancient future. Our future oh, is God, our it's, it's a good title. history. So I really like does, the title. It does work. Yeah, I agree. Like, the ancient future Jurassic World, or Jurassic World, the ancient future, or Jurassic World, ancient futures. That would actually sound pretty good. I mean, but that's not what this title is. Do you want to explain it for people that maybe are unsure of exactly what a production title is? Sure, yeah. It's it's basically a behind-the-scenes title that they can use. Um, so you think of uh, Star Wars used Blue Harvest. It's, <laughs> it's they, they do this so that people like us looking for news potentially won't stumble up across it if they just straight up use Jurassic World 2 or Jurassic... whatever the real title is. Um, and I, I think with movies nowadays, it does... It's kind of just a, a fun thing they do. Yeah. Um, you know, every movie does it, but it's kind of, I think they kind of just, it's fun. Like Star Wars Episode Eight was Space Bear. Um, yeah, exactly. But it was clearly it's, it's to Star Wars the immediate... because they made it look like a Star Wars logo anyways, and they put an eight behind it. So like, they didn't even really try to hide it that much. Yeah. It's just, it's like... I think it's just like... on paper when you see casting calls and stuff, and it says, you know, ancient futures, immediately you're not going to think, oh, that must be Jurassic World 2. Mm. I, it's yeah. to deter the immediate... Um, rush of panic and and yeah that kind of you know people stumbling across film sets and photos and finding it but i mean you know you discovered it very early on chris i i doubt they were expecting that it's existed (laughs) since january to be fair yeah which is very interesting that like which is near enough when bayona got announced right uh, Um, was that february yeah somewhere right around then um so that means that you know their offices have existed in london for some time that means the art department is running out of london um you know uh this obviously i think this completely removes any question is it going to be pinewood studios yeah i'm pretty certain it's going to be pinewood it does studios. seem that way i don't think there's any question of doubt around that anymore uh especially considering some of the you know what's funny is we got the working title right around the same time we were getting new casting not cast uh crew editions on i IMDb and all these guys have a history of working at Pinewood and that's actually what made me think I'm like I wonder if there's anything online so uh, that's what I ended up doing is I uh, searched I googled Jurassic World filming <laughs> and um, I started scrolling rapidly through results like just because I didn't have time to go through everything and I started to see if anything caught my eye and I finally saw this title Ancient Future and so then I had to do a little research, and uh, when I realized, yep, that is definitely the title, I was like, I mean, the yeah. working, the production title, I was like, damn. And uh, what's nice. interesting is it's in the latest production weekly, which means they probably put out a casting notice, not a casting, a crew notice for the movie, or something in the latest production weekly. I, I don't know what is featured in it, but there's something featured. Maybe it's just the email to get jobs or something, but they are hiring crew now. Right, so we need to get hold of that, basically. Yeah. But th- but this is exciting because we haven't heard anything in a long time, and we don't know where what stage the movie's at. So this helps. This yeah. helps go it. But I mean, if we were to read into it, then Ryan, wh- like Ryan, what do you think ancient futures ancient represents? Futures, man, I can't. I I just heard that that megaphone voice. I I don't think it tells us anything that we don't already know. I mean, like we've kind of been talking about it it verbatimly kind of speaks to exactly what Colin has said already. Um, 
just kind of condensed into two words. However, I, uh, I, I mean, I think we can all kind of correlate what ancient is going to mean. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's a mesh, like a mashing of kind of two worlds. And yeah. I think that's exactly what we're going to see. Um, all signs have pointed just to how, I mean, it's literally going to be our world and theirs. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't think few, I don't think anybody should read into the futures thing. I don't think that this is going to be, you know, I, 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 I think it's, I, I would imagine it's probably either going to be set close to, you know, maybe a year or so, or maybe a couple of years since Jurassic World. But yeah, yeah I'd imagine day. it's, it's just present day. Uh, but I mean, when you look at ancient futures, I mean, you could, I mean, ancient is, is pre, uh, or, or, uh, it's the dinosaurs, dinosaur age. And then, I mean, you could, our present time is is technically their future. So I mean, there's all kinds of ways that you could look at it. I mean, uh, yeah, calling it the future when you say ancient futures, it doesn't mean it takes place in the futures. It's just saying, you, you know, what, if you're if you're taking it in the sense that it's ancient means prehistory and prehistoric animals, dinosaurs. Um, ancient futures means you know it's a, it's a future with dinosaurs. Right. Our future will include dinosaurs, and it's you know the present can still have a title that alludes to the future because what happens in the present affects the future. So, yeah. I, again, I, I don't think it means anything like the future, obviously. I think it just means no, our, I don't think, our I tomorrow, tomorrow is yesterday's past. Ooh. It sounds, like, it sounds like a really cheesy, like, our tomorrow is yesterday's past. Is that, is no, that I was, Biasin, I was watching, um Is that Biasin's motto? <laughs> yeah. Is it? I, was, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Jack Owen's uh, live stream thing yesterday. We, we, he was going through the JP3 posters, and some of the taglines, man, were oh. so unbelievably cringe. I'm going to try and get them up because I can't remember. Um, Not just taglines. Like JP3's titles were also really bad. No, Breakout and Extinction were great because uh, they I correlated with the movie. Um, what the movie was actually about: evolve or die. <laughs> oh, like man. it's just poor. Like, um, hang on, uh, I can't find them. Some of the uh, concept posters for Jurassic Park Three. There uh, was so, like, oh yeah, here we go, an instinct for destruction. That's, that was a bad <laughs> That's one. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, really, really bad. What about this for a uh, you know a catchphrase for it? Jurassic World: Ancient Futures. Dinosaurs rule the earth. I like dinosaurs uh, rule the earth because I remember um, when I was a kid and we were you know looking for Jurassic. Um, Park 4 news, you know, pretty much from 2001 to 2010. I remember, like, finding fan posters and stuff, and it would always be, um, dinosaurs now rule the earth, or something as the tagline, <laughs> and, like, just, you know, taking advantage of, of that first movie's famous scene. Yeah. I don't know, like, I think it would be a really cool tagline. And somebody even, I think somebody tweeted us and said, what about if the movie was dinosaurs rule the earth? Jurassic That's... World. And I, while I don't think that's not my personal favorite. I think that would work. You know, I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, really, just as the tagline. Jurassic yeah, as the tagline said, so the park is dinosaurs open. Dinosaurs rule the earth. Yeah, it, um, it, and it is a Twitter. Just... It is on the Twitter pages now. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The Twitter pages. Um, do you think that we're gonna get? Uh, and this is from Kerr. He asked. Uh, uh, he asked if we think we're gonna hear anything about the title, possibly. Um, at Comic Con, um, no. Yeah, I really don't think <laughs> that they're going to do anything. I mean, 
Uh, Universal he, hasn't alluded. I mean, unless they surprise they don't have us. have a panel. Which, yeah, and then they've been really shitty about about building up the anticipation and having something not work out and or not happen. So I would really not bet for anything to happen at Comic Con at least this year. Yeah, um, um, I really I mean, hope they take advantage of it and don't just put the logo up with the date. Let's just yeah, no, no. that was poor. I mean, we saw and, and that it looks so bad, especially ago. because it, it was literally. You could tell it was a rapidly whipped up logo for the announcement. Like you could tell it was like a quick Photoshop with like the font and everything like that. Like they yeah. they figured out that they're going to make the movie and they whipped the logo, uh, whipped the date onto the logo. But like I can't believe they were flying that at the licensing expo. Yeah, at the very least, inject some color or something into it. I don't know. Just I, yeah. I just want to see theme. I want to know where it's well, set once and for all. I want the logo yeah. to give us enough to talk about that we're debating you know, what country we're going to be set in kind of thing, you know? You know, imagine if there's like a really sandy kind of look to the logo. It's just, yeah, there's so much to talk about. Well, that's assuming they actually do something exciting with the logo as well. Um, but <laughs> yeah, if Jurassic World's logo, anything to base, then it's just going to be, um, like the Jurassic Outpost logo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's always a chance though, that they might announce something at Comic-Con. It probably won't be, it, there's no panel for them to announce it on. So if anything, they'll just like announce it online and then just kind of ride the wave. You know what I mean? Like maybe have some posters flying or some banners flying there in the convention hall just to raise awareness and like make a yeah. small announcement. Um, and just riding the wave of Comic Con, which isn't unheard of. Sometimes places won't have you know an official appearance, but they still drop news during the Comic Con area and still use the hashtag. Um, but no, when it comes to uh, Comic Con, the only thing I think we're going to be seeing is uh, what Chronicle Collectibles is unveiling for their official Jurassic Park line. Yes, and yeah. they look like, it sounds like they have a lot on display. Yeah, uh, I know for a fact they've got uh, the 12-inch articulated Alan Grant and 12-inch articulated Owen Grady. Um, oh, no way, they've yeah. got them there. Oh, <gasps> yeah, they're debuting them there. Oh, oh man! Okay, cool. uh, I've been waiting for that. I've been you gotta waiting. Follow, you gotta follow that statue for him. Paul posts stuff he shouldn't post all the time, or maybe he should post. I don't know. Is there any pictures? Well. I don't know. He uh, no, no pictures. No, but he did say that they're planning to bring that to Comic Con. Um, he, what else did he say? Okay. I think okay. the comp. They're going to show off the final one one compy there. Oh, that's, um, cool. that's what I want on my desk. T-Rex and then I know, I know that he planned to have the two. Raptor heads. Uh, yeah, it looked like they were rushing those. Yeah. Well, not rushing them, but trying to really get them ready. So it's a Raptor bust, um, one one, uh, one painted like the female from Jurassic Park, one painted like the male from The Lost World. And uh, then I imagine they would have their old pieces. But th- those are uh, at least four reveals there, and maybe some more that I don't know about. But those are the four that I know that he's said that he's definitely bringing to Comic-Con. But they said Comic-Con's going to be big for them in Jurassic yeah, go, right. go go check it out if, if anybody's going. Uh, I mean, I, there's probably going to be a good amount of pictures. I know Sickle Claw's going, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, so, cool. So hopefully, we'll have yeah. some coverage. Yeah, yeah, but I imagine uh, places are going to cover that. Like actual outlets will finally see Chronicle has a line, and I think that Alan Grant and that Owen Grady uh, articulated hot hot toy style figures is. I think those are really going to garner some attention. I can't, but oh, I've been waiting for that ever since he announced it on our podcast. Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of waiting. I can't, news. I really cannot wait to see what those look like. Dude, right? Oh, they're going to be, they're going to be hundreds as well. They're going to oh, be so expensive. And, yeah, 200 to $300. Oh, 
and tough. done. That's tough. Yeah. It's tough being in the UK as well. The postage, uh, I looked at getting the um, the breakout statue and the postage was almost as much as the statue itself. Like, yeah, gosh, you've got to go to... Can't the, you really justify to... that. Like, it's not worth it. you got to go to one of their UK distributor partners to buy it and set it through them. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, I saw that and was like, that's silly. Yeah. That is silly. And it's because they're not as big as Sideshow, so, so they don't get the massive discounts because they don't ship as many pro- um, products. No, of as course. And they are collectibles. Products. They're worth the money. It's just <laughs> it's seeing just that posted, shipping. I was yeah. like, wow, it's not even possible for me to get one. Yeah, it's way so. too much money. But yeah, if you do get it from one of their uh, vendors, it could that could change the game for you at least. Okay, yeah, I didn't know they had them. Yeah, outside of the U.S. To be honest, you gotta contact them, and they'll point you in the right direction for like who's distributing it where for them. Okay, I'm sure it'll show up on eBay for triple the price as well. So I can always go for that. <laughs> yes, seriously, as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't sometimes. do it. But it's going to be exciting. But yeah, Jurassic World uh, two. So yeah, so I think what's interesting now is we'll be able to follow the production. Um, much more closely. And the fact that it's hitting Production Weekly magazine now, that means they're hiring crew. That, uh, you know what that also means, though? Uh, they're, they've probably finished location scouting. So at some point, we're probably going to start hearing... Um, it'll probably be local reports, so we're going to have to do some digging to find them. But like wherever they're filming this movie on location, like not like the studio stuff, we'll probably start hearing reports about... like. I mean, they already said they're not going to film in Spain, but let's pretend they didn't say that. Um, like, you know, we'll get a report that, you know, Jurassic World is going to be looking for crew in Spain starting early next year, blah, blah, blah you know, something along those lines. So yeah, the reports will start to kind of come in. I think that's the exciting part. Do we really yeah, think I mean, that they're not going to have at least a day of filming in Hawaii? Uh, no, there might be a day or so of filming in Hawaii. I, th- I think that that kind of... It kind of does make sense that there might be at least one shot of the island at a key moment. Or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they might have already they might have already got the shot. They might have already got the location scouting, or or just did some the the uh, location. I don't know. Shooting, it, it depends. But... I I don't based on what happened with Jurassic World. I don't think anything we think will happen. I don't think we should you know yeah. assume it will. Which is good. Normally, I think with Jurassic World, it was a bit of a. Uh, double-edged blade there because we had high expectations for a movie that we've expected for so long so we had our certain assumptions of where the movie would go but i think in this movie i think you know as long as it doesn't double down on like militarized dinosaurs and hybrids um and like dinosaurs as monsters then i'm perfectly happy with it just doing its own thing yeah and i mean that that brings us back to that's why i'm worried yeah because you know modern day blockbusters just so easy to the, for them to just go down that route. Oh, I just saw. I just pray they don't. I just saw uh, Ghostbusters, and it kind of had those issues with me. To be honest, I'm seeing that tonight, so don't spoil anything. I'm I'm, I'm kind of excited. Actually. It was better everyone. Than I thought. It everyone was better than liked I thought. it. I'm not a big comedy fan, so like I don't really like Step Brothers or Hot Rod or Talladega Nights. And this movie reminded me of one of those types of movies more than like a Ghostbusters. Like I'm more of like a comedy person and this movie was more of a loud comedy so my friend <laughs> my friend who loves uh those types of comedies loved ghostbusters and i enjoyed it i just didn't love it you know yeah, it wasn't bad more like a comedy than it did than it actually did a ghostbusters film but i mean i think that's i think that's actually why it was as successful on the on the uh the rating or with ratings because 
I think people found it more funny, which kind of saved the film. I, if they hadn't had the humor, or even if they would have stuck with the dry humor that kind of correlates with the older films, I just I don't think the they would have needed a better story. Yeah, I don't think stuck it's, with the dry. Good. but also I'm not sure if that cast is exactly known for that type of humor. Anyway, so this is like the type of humor yeah. this cast is strong with. It was still played up a little too far, in my opinion. I feel like some of it could have been dialed down, or the jokes could have been saved for more opportune moments. But um, some of the jokes were fucking hilarious. Like, I mean, I won't lie. I was laughing. Uh, it, it just, again, I'm not big on the crazy over-the-top action and crazy over-the-top humor type of movies. And that's what this was. And it was totally enjoyable and fun. It's just, it was very Hollywood. I look forward to it. I mean, I've been following it pretty much from the beginning. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see how how they've either ruined it or... How it kind of stands on its own feet, because yeah, a, a lot of the reviews. Didn't ruin it. No, no, a lot of the reviews definitely kind of they were like, "Well, we expected terrible, and it was actually okay." So, you know, I, I'm excited. I like some of Paul Feige's Feige, 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 Paul Feig. I've, I like some <laughs> of Paul Feig's other movies, like um, Bridesmaids is actually really funny. Like, I, I think that's genuinely good movie and spy um, was funny i just i saw the- i didn't like spy um what was the other one uh heat i hated the heat yeah the heat was crap well to be fair it's had one good movie so i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited to see uh ghostbusters i'll i'll report back but yeah ancient futures well um okay so boys we all really quick just to to uh talk about jurassic world 2 we all saw stranger things right oh yes oh oh so how do we good. forget oh Okay, uh, I mean, when you were talking about the tone of a film and how well, oh, uh, I mean, I know that for a few days there we were all basically Twitter-gasming about how fucking great the tone feel of yeah. Stranger Things felt. I, I mean, can't get her how terrifying the, it was at times. The, oh, yeah, the fact that, I mean, let alone that it was set in the 80s, which was just a decade that I loved, but yeah. ev- every detail was nailed on the head. And they set a tone that had that Amblin feel that I was like, oh my god, if this was only a Jurassic film, mm. I mean these, I mean, and with these, like even with these kind of kids, uh, not like a, I want the Duffer brother, brothers to make Jurassic World, right? Too. Not like, like I want them in. I don't want a creative team in a Jurassic World setting, but I mean, if you take a couple of those kids, um, especially the one who didn't have the teeth, oh my god, I love that kid. Oh, he was <laughs> so good. He uh, was like the th- uh, thingy from the Goonies, um, yeah. Chuck, <laughs> whatever. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I, I would love to have that sort of feel and tone in the next Jurassic film. Uh, I I sucked up the moments so- kids. Yeah, like, because you know there's going to be kids. If they can nail that tone with their moments, that would be fantastic. Hmm. And also, they had more characterism to them than, like, Owen or... Uh, oh, totally. They were all that individual. Like, yeah. each character you knew... I don't know, it was just so well thought out, so well written, and so well acted as well. Winona Ryder. Yeah, she um, did a great job. Everyone in it was fantastic. It just felt like an epic eight-hour-long movie, which sounds yeah, 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 bad, it, I guess, because someone's, if there was an eight-hour-long movie, someone's going to be like, why the hell would I want to watch that? But um, yeah. no, it, it was, I mean that as a compliment rather than a negative thing. And it's, it just, it felt like Stand By Me, The Goonies, Crosses with E.T., Close Encounters, uh... Firestarter, a little bit of yeah, thing. some other horror, and yeah. it just it just was so perfect. And L was amazing, and just everyone in it was fantastic. She was so, so good. 
Ryan, I, so I know what you're saying, man. Yeah, that kind. Of, if you know, if they nail the kind of style and Amblin feel for Jurassic yeah. World Two, then we're on the right track because yeah. it's something they they didn't really nail with Jurassic World, in my opinion. So, in a lot, you know, because I really did not like the kids in Jurassic World. I'm sorry. Uh, they just weren't. They just weren't kids. What do you think is going to happen if you keep staring at them? <laughs> No, I like. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm. Not, I, I actually didn't mind the kids at all. I really enjoyed. I, that was probably my favorite part was watching, I like, watching their story. I like the line in the book. Uh, I haven't read the junior novelization, but I saw someone pointing out a line. Apparently, in, in the book, great. Instead of him saying what you what do you think is going to happen when you keep staring at them, I like what he said in the book, which was, uh, "Why are you so obset, obsessed with girls, anyways? What can they do that I can't?" Whoa. And, uh, I think, I think that would have been like a really, really unsurprised. Like I would have been like, ah! "Settle down, Gray." Listen, Gray, we we need to <laughs> we need to have a talk. And this is a family I movie. Gray. Don't think that this is a good time to have that talk. So <laughs> we're just not going to talk for the rest of the movie. Strange but writing. I think that would have made more sense in a sense of a kid saying something that's embarrassing and also like embarrassing him in front of them I think that would have actually kind of been like that would imagine if like your little brother said that it's like oh gee oh god uh well this is yeah 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 (laughs) and that actually does it's innocent yeah that does actually sound like something that somebody would say so like for us we all were like oh god oh oh, how could he say that but yeah no it's as a kid saying it it's very innocent yeah I I will say that uh and again, we're talking about another movie here, but it's been so long since I've talked to you guys. I will tell you that if Jurassic World 2 is anything like Independence Day, I will fucking flip out. Oh, I, I haven't seen that yet. It. it was like such a waste of money. I'm sorry to anybody who thought it was fun and thought it was cool because I thought it was utter shit. It was bad. And, and no, I really thought, not even Jeff Goldblum could save it. And I, yeah, not even Goldblum. Gold, some, of, some of the worst parts of that movie were Goldblum. And the CG, I will say, is the only thing that I thought, okay, that's practically yeah, pretty good. It probably looked fantastic as concept art the entire movie because like, yeah. a lot of the scenes, just like, I'm like, well, this looks like a concept but art painting. The life. acting, the pacing, the lines in that movie. Oh, oh my God. My God. The, all the, just, the dialogue was only exposition. It was yeah. literally them trying to explain Everything the last 20 years. Line. Yeah, and, it was a one-liner or them adding extraneous details to try to, like, Remember 20 years ago when we discovered this technology and then we yeah. retrofitted it? Yes, yeah. I do remember that because I helped you do it. Yes, you did help me do that. Now we can <laughs> use it this way. Yes, I know we can do it that way because I built it. Yes, exactly. Let's go use it. Like, that's literally the yeah. dialogue in the movie of how they would explain. Oh, man, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And I-, I need to watch that, man. I really haven't, um, I I haven't had the chance. I the like five times, but I couldn't because my love for the original movie was so strong that I was like, I gotta, I gotta see this through. It's got, it's gotta get better. It's gotta, but I, and I was, I was that dick in the movie theater that was just like rolling my eyes going, and and like in a very loud voice going, Oh my God. Like I did not. (laughs) And it was a pretty full theater. And and some people were, my wife kept hitting me, but, and, and some people turned around and just looked at me, but I was like, you all need to realize what we're watching is utter shit because like that line was crap. And, Oh, Oh, Hey, like Mr. President, uh, we got her like, Oh my God. Like Goldblum sit down. 
Go back to acting school for just a day. You'll be fine. Oh, God. Come back. Really? Just the, I don't know what happened with that movie. I'm convinced that they had a story but not a script. Like, they didn't have any... Like, they basically had the overarching idea of the story, and then this came to the day where they had to shoot, and they're like, well, let's make it up. Uh, and that's... I feel like they did a sort oh, of JP3, but in the sense of they actually had the general story beats lined out. It just was the interactions of the characters they didn't have lined out. Yeah, I... And, that's, I mean, that's all I'll rant about it, but and I don't think Jurassic will go that route. I think the first film set a tone that uh, the second movie can develop upon, and mm-hmm. I think that that tone, uh, I mean, and, and just stylistically and everything about Independence Day makes Jurassic World seem like it deserves an Oscar, in my opinion. So uh, I don't think it'll be nearly as bad, but um, you're also, I mean, we're also talking about Roland Emmerich, too, so so many different factors but i'm i'm guys i'm just really like i was talking to my wife about this the other day like i have become increasingly more critical or uh, uh uh i can't talk right now um critical critical thank you of movies that are being made nowadays especially because everything's a reboot or a sequel uh, mm-hmm. but even original movies i just don't think the production quality or the care or the detail is in they'd, Hollywood, that it that it used it's gone to, to miniseries. That it it's used, gone to tried, Stranger Things. They try to ride off of the special effects more often than not. They try to ride off of a big wow factor, but they don't put the time oh, into gosh. actually design. The, you know the legacy of design and thought that went into the original of what made it so special. It's just it's not going into the new movies. Well, they're idiots. And yeah. I mean, I don't even. I've never directed a film in my life, but I swear I feel like if you put me behind a camera and give me a production crew. I can make a far better movie. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like there's just, there's, there's so many things nowadays where like, and maybe it's just the adult in me that's become more detail oriented where I just kind of strip apart everything and I can't help but do that. Um, but there's just, there's elements about Hollywood production films these days, uh, where you only have a couple real gems, um, that shine out. And I, and that's just really unfortunate. And, I, I don't want it to have to be a movie blockbuster that's based solely off of special effects and nostalgia. Like, give me a yeah. story. It's it is a worry hard. for Jurassic World 2. Mm-hmm. It is a worry because the spe- even the special effects in Jurassic World weren't that great. So. No, uh, yeah, that's the thing. People are like, know, people are like, yeah, Jurassic World obviously looked dated in a few years. I'm like, in a few years, it looked dated when I saw it in the theaters most of the scenes. Yeah, it's not even that it looks dated. It just looked bad at some stages. It's not yeah, dated, not awful. You know? There's better. I mean, there's a lot worse out there. It's not like one of those movies where you're watching this and you're just like, how is it oh, yeah. bad? It's just, it's very... It's the more you look, the more you're like, ooh, that's not such a good... The movements... Raptor. Yeah, it just... Most, you know, we've had this discussion. It's just... I don't know. Yeah, let's not let's not bash it too much more. But yeah, so Stranger Things, if they if they're able to capture a similar vibe uh, of the, at least pulling the Amblin feel from it for Jurassic World Two, and I think Kayona has that in within him. Yeah, the Monster Calls trailer. Yeah, it yeah. was the. I didn't like the first trailer. I'll be honest, but this trailer made me want to see the movie. Yeah, for sure. I, I do want to see it. I think it's. I think it's going to be good. I think it's got that Spielberg and mm-hmm. Spielbergian feel. And I, I'm I'm really just excited to see what Bayona does with the tense scenes, the more serious scenes. Uh, I think, Hopefully, they'll feel serious. Yeah, exact, exactly. Because I think like they would probably. I think a lot of the scenes that I feel like could have been serious in Jurassic World, um, but didn't come out as serious, like 
they probably read seriously enough. It was just probably when it came to making them, they're like, you know what, let's make this into a gag. And something tells me Bayona will be less inclined to turn it into an outright gag. Yeah. You know, and uh, here I go. I'm going to I'm gonna bash something. But, Do it. Uh, the more I listen to Giacchino's score, the more I can't help but think that that played actually a lot into the tone of the film in regards to how tense a scene can be. And mm-hmm. I say that just because when I listen to it, a lot of it is it's it he is a brilliant composer and the music is great, but it sounds there are times where I hear this uh oboe in the background and I can't help but think I'm listening to the the background music of a Looney Tunes cartoon where I see Bugs Bunny slowly creeping. Oh my god. Uh you know, tiptoeing away and and then you listen to the original score, and you've got the choir that you know omin- ominously comes in and out. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and you've got the, the drum, ghostly kind of choir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the drum. I mean, this is the, in the very beginning scene. I remember it stood yeah. out to me as an eight-year-old, where like that that bashing drum, boom, every yeah. five seconds, you know, and then like oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and and it's like uh, listening to the Lost World score as well. They went totally jungle with that. Uh, they yeah. went like. Like it was just, I love that score. I think Lost World is my favorite score. You know what sound? From the what music I really don't like uh, in Jurassic World is the final battle music. Yeah, yep. The dun 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 boom. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it, it's it's interesting that that you guys say that though, because Giacchino, his his past work is all well, brilliant. I think I mean, it's Giacchino. Lost. I think it's Giacchino. Is it Giacchino? I used to call him Giacchino, but yeah, I think when I was... Oh, two, oh we've been saying it wrong. Yeah, I think right, Giacchino. I like Giacchino, though. I like saying that. It's, it's a cool word. It's got, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> Is um, it really different? Have we been pronouncing it wrong? I, yeah, time? I think it's Giacchino. I don't like that. I don't like that. That sounds... Yeah. No. We'll write him a letter. Let him like know that we've renamed him just so he knows. Well, either way, it's funny you say that because, you know, his lost score was... Oh yeah, gorgeous. it's really, really amazing. And yeah. the scores he did for the original, you know, the Lost World game and stuff, sounds so much more Jurassic than. I guess I listened to that. I think that's nostalgia speaking for people that played the game because I've listened to it and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't see where people are excited from this. But it sounds like JP. I it's, guess it, it doesn't really sound like vibe. JP to me. It kind of just reminds me of a video game with dinosaurs in it. Uh, soundtrack. Uh, maybe that's just me. I I never played the game, so I don't have any nostalgic attachment oh, to it. Yeah, fair, I, fair, fair I, enough. I, I I think he's a brilliant composer, and I I just think uh, you know I think in terms of of of, of capturing these the suspense, um, you know, kind of I don't know if he's ever. I mean, he's never done anything horror wise. Not that he had to kind of tap into that, but you kind of. I mean, for a tragic film, I think you do in some sense. So, and I just. I don't know. It was a little. It's, it's his composing style that I. That's the thing that has me worried is because like the things that like I didn't necessarily think were bad in Jurassic World soundtrack, but like weren't quite like the same as what I'm used to. It really just comes down to that's his style. His style. Yeah. A lot of people say he's just like Williams, but he really isn't. His style, his uh, texture, his musical fingerprint is incredibly different. Just the way that he uses different instruments and layers them and textures them up on top of each other and builds a tone. It's very, very different in my opinion. I, like very different. And I, I just, I would. So, just a final term- thought. Do you think Giacchino? Oh, sorry. Um, do you think Michael will be back for? <laughs> you just can't bring um, yourself to say it. 
No, I can't. Um, do you think he'll be back for Jurassic World 2? Uh, yeah, probably. Mm. Ancient Futures, sorry, I should say. Um, I kind of hope... Bayona seems to have already brought on some of his own crew, as we know he's true. brought on a producer he uses. What if he's like, well, no, I I don't want Giacchino, I have my own composer. If he does have his is... own composer, that's great. I just hope, again, I really they want... Phil JP. I really, yeah, and not just Jurassic Park. I mean, I really hope that they study John Williams and really realize that, yeah, they can bring their own style to the table, but it is important to, you know, kind of capture that feel that Williams <laughs> brought to the table as well, because that's become synonymous with the Jurassic Park property. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got Jack sick. Dude, that traveled fast. How did that happen? It's 2016. <laughs> Anything can go through the web. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening out, to Owen's Chris. theme right now. And it's like I picture Bugs Bunny massaging Elmer Fudd's head, and <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, you know, like, no, I I haven't listened to the score much on its own, um, but just hearing that through your Skype, that's weird. I, I don't know. It kind of does remind me of some of the stuff that like maybe could have been in a John Williams soundtrack for again. I say this a lot: Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it probably would have fit well into an Indiana Jones film, but. Uh, Indiana Jones isn't scary. And no, exactly. It's playful. It's a lot yeah. more playful. And that's exactly um, what Jurassic World was. Boom, the end, mic drop. And on that note, um, this has been episode 40 of the <laughs> In General podcast. Um, to summarize, Ryan is ill and dislikes um, the Jurassic World score. I am a little Chris, grumpier than normal. Sorry, people. <laughs> Chris revealed that Michael Giacchino is not called Giacchino. <laughs> and Ancient Futures is the working title of Jurassic World 2. Yeah. And Mattel. Sounds, sounds, and hey, we got Mattel, which, um, yeah, we should pr- maybe, like, do a forum thread. People should come in and talk about what they want to see from Jurassic Park toys, what's important for them going forward in the future. Uh, there's already a thread, buddy. Oh, well, perfect, good. Jo- Time um, for Chris to get on the forum. If you guys no, aren't no. already on our forum join it but also uh make sure you kind of post in that because i think that i think eyes are going to be open when you have a new company coming in and taking on a legacy like of a property like this they're obviously going to be doing some research um hopefully and hopefully they're looking strongly at jurassic park toys as well jptoys.com because i mean those guys that forum has been genuine from the beginning Mm -hmm. i like visiting there every now and then i used to be quite regular i'm not so much anymore but yeah, JP Toys is a great place, and everyone I, there is lovely. I would. I think they all have very strong opinions should, and like good opinions that we all share. We should just oh, buy yeah. a bunch of really good Jurassic Park toys, like our favorites, and then send it to the CEO of Mattel as a care package. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a stupid idea, man. <laughs> nah. I mean, somebody it was that um, James McQuaid already tweeted them a load of pictures of the classic line, like the mar- the marketing where you have all the <laughs> dinosaurs and humans together, and he was like, "Hey, just some pointers." <laughs> and I was like, Do "You know what? It's not it's not a bad idea. Just lay it on the ground now. Like, honestly, this is what's good. The golden this is triangle, what's bad. The golden triangle for me: humans, vehicles, dinosaurs. That is the golden yes. triangle of a Jurassic Park line. It needs to have yeah. all three of those. That's what Jurassic Park's always been about. Mm-hmm. It's always had cool vehicles, no, it's always had cool dinosaurs, dinosaurs, and it's always had cool humans. But yeah, y- exactly. Y- y- no, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before, though, Chris. Like, for me and Assis especially, it's not just about the dinosaurs. I'm not saying it's just about the dinosaurs. I'm saying the toy line, the dinosaurs sell the most. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's a golden triangle. It's The line isn't complete without, you know, one is not one without the other. 
Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And that's how Hasbro failed. And on that note, thank you, Hasbro. We look forward to Mattel. Yeah, thanks, um, Hasbro, for nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks, Hasbro's Hasbro. investors, like, their bigger investors are probably like, how did you lose the license? Yeah, yeah. Look at our They toys. deserve to, that's how. They should just listen to this podcast and yeah. listen to anyone who didn't like the Jurassic World line, so everyone. I would yeah. strongly then, encourage anyone, too, to, I mean, I'm, I'm, they're, uh, I know that they probably listen to online criticisms and I would encourage people to tweet to Mattel. I mean, and, and tell them what you keep, keep telling them what you want, bug them, harass them, be persistent. (laughs) I mean, they'll listen. I mean, companies listen to social media, especially Twitter more than anything nowadays. It is, is it is a better outlet than it is to call them or email them. Um, so use the power of Twitter, tell them what you want, what you want and let's make it happen. How about this? How about everyone send, Everybody tweet Mattel, just your favorite figure from any Jurassic line, just one. There you go. Just one picture, and just say, this is this is what is a good Jurassic Park toy. This is a good Jurassic toy. I like it. I, you just, know what? Better. Your favorite toy, better. just one toy. One favorite toy, one favorite, one favorite human, one favorite vehicle, one favorite dinosaur, one tweet. Put all three of them in the same tweet. Boom. And then, magic. Put, and then put a golden triangle connecting them all. <laughs> is that yeah. a golden triangle emoji? <laughs> <laughs> but do it I think it's a good idea just submit your 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 favorite toy from any of the toy lines and just say this is what we want this is it and I'm I'm sure most people will submit you know the ground tracker the the oh it's a, do you know what it's hard to think now what do I want the trailers yeah, it's like yeah it. I'm gonna I'm planning on writing an article about it but that's why I want to hear more people kind of throw out what they like because I don't want it just to be what I like from the dress part toys I want it to be a you know I'm going to write an article but I want it to be the community's voice yeah definitely but anyway we've said we'll end it so we're going to end it thank you so much for listening to the uh, podcast and um, yeah leave your comments and thoughts down below if you're watching on YouTube if um, you're watching on your iPhone and I just said down below, and there's nowhere to uh, leave comments. Then just you know. uh, review us, please, please give us a yeah. Good submit us a review on iTunes. You know the, you know, it's, I'm, or I'm even a... if you're listening to us on YouTube, go on iTunes and subscribe and review us. Even if that's not yeah, going to so... be your normal way of getting up to us, just we, we would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and we've had some good reviews already. And if you don't like the podcast, that's fine. You probably would Although, have made yeah, it to the end. I don't know why you would have made it to the end. If yeah, you you're probably yeah, not yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so screw those guys. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, nice to speak to you guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, All right. Until next time. Thanks, gonna... thanks, everybody. Farewell. And thanks for all the fish.